Hello everybody and welcome back to Fertility and Freedom. I'm Athena and I am a period recovery coach, a women's health enthusiast. I love talking about ovulation, periods, cervical mucus, the menstrual cycle, you name it. I like it. That sounds really weird, but you know what I mean. Um, let's say I like spreading awareness around women's health and helping women to get their periods back and restore hormonal balance and potentially get pregnant if that is their aim. So in today's episode, I wanted to cover cervical mucus because this is something that is so important. I really truly believe that every woman should be taught how to look at their cervical mucus, regulate, not regulate, um, monitor their cervical mucus, track it and figure out what kind of cervical mucus they're getting at different phases in their cycle. This is something that is particularly important if you currently don't have a period and you're trying to get it back. Because if you start seeing cervical mucus, then it's a really good sign that your hormone levels are sort of increasing after being so low when you don't have a period. So generally, if you have hypothalamic amenorrhea, you're probably not going to get very much cervical mucus, if any, because your hormone levels aren't high enough to produce cervical mucus. So I wanted to cover... The different types of cervical mucus, what it is, and how you can sort of recognise the different types. Different types, depending on what phase of your menstrual cycle you're actually in, you might get sticky, creamy, or stretchy cervical mucus. And there may be some times in your cycle where you don't actually get any cervical mucus, even if you have a regular healthy cycle. So let's first cover what cervical mucus is. So cervical mucus is basically discharge. I think the the more common commonly known term is discharge, um, vaginal discharge, and it's basically fluid that your cervix, which sits between your vagina and your uterus, it's like the little sort of passageway, I guess, and it's produced by your cervix, and the volume, type, and colour of your cervical mucus depends on your hormones and it also depends on your overall health because certain things like infections can actually change your cervical mucus and you know change the volume type and color of your cervical mucus and as you know if you follow me or any other sort of women's health accounts on instagram um your reproductive hormones fluctuate over the course of the month in particular it's estrogen and progesterone that dictate your cervical mucus patterns the rise in estrogen just before ovulation increases the production and secretion of cervical mucus and the rise in progesterone that occurs after ovulation decreases cervical mucus production. So we'll talk a bit more about that later on but first I want want to quickly cover what cervical mucus does. So cervical mucus has two main roles and these roles change depending on where you are in your cycle so the two main roles are to help sperm move up through the cervix and into the uterus where they will hopefully find the egg around ovulation Um, and this function obviously occurs in your fertile window the second job of cervical mucus is to prevent sperm from getting up into the uterus and also to prevent harmful bacteria from getting up to the uterus as well and causing infections so this function will be when you aren't in your fertile window. Let's now cover the different types of cervical mucus and how it changes during your cycle. So every woman is different and your cervical mucus will vary 
from person to person and it may also vary between your own cycles. So it's not going to be exactly the same every month, but it should follow the same general pattern. So the main types of cervical mucus are sticky, wet, creamy and egg white. You might also hear people saying dry cervical mucus, but what they basically mean by that is little to no cervical mucus. So it is dry down there basically. So since your cervical mucus changes with each phase of your menstrual cycle, tracking the differences in your cervical mucus can be a really, really great way to track your cycle overall. Um, I also recommend using other fertility awareness methods like tracking your basal body temperature, um, but cervical mucus is a really good place to start. And it's a really great way to determine whether, like I said before, whether you are actually producing any sort of hormones to stimulate cervical mucus production. But it's also important to recognise when you are in your fertile window and when you aren't in your fertile window, if you're trying to get pregnant or if you don't want to get pregnant. So let's talk about how your cervical mucus changes um, over the course of the month. So after your period, you'll probably get very little cervical mucus. If any, some women just don't get any at all. Um, you might get very small amounts, but generally it, it's going to be at its lowest or, or your cervix is going to be producing the lowest amount of cervical mucus just after your period because your hormones, your estrogen and your progesterone are both very low at this point. As you progress through your follicular phase or, you know, as you're approaching ovulation, your cervical mucus will get wetter and you'll start producing more of it. Now, this isn't quite fertile cervical mucus, but it's it's slowly getting to that point. As your estrogen increases and your body is preparing for ovulation and potential conception. So during ovulation, so the two to three days before ovulation, the day of ovulation, and potentially the day after ovulation, you will be producing something known as egg white cervical mucus. And this is the fertile mucus that is the perfect pH and the perfect viscosity for sperm to stay alive. So what this egg white cervical mucus does, it basically helps to push the sperm up towards the egg in the hopes of fertilizing the egg. Uh, you can recognize egg white cervical mucus by, this sounds a bit weird and a bit funky, but if you notice a lot of cervical mucus in your underwear, try and get a bit in between your thumb and your first finger. If you stretch out your thumb and your finger several inches and the cervical mucus seems to stretch without breaking and it's sort of translucent-y sort of coloured, I know that's not a colour, but you know what I mean. If it's kind of translucent and it stretches several inches, that's egg white cervical mucus. Um, it should resemble raw egg whites, hence the name. And like I said, this is your fertile cervical mucus. After ovulation, your cervical mucus may, may turn a bit more creamy or sticky and you may continue to get this type of cervical mucus up until your next period. And then this repeats. I really recommend tracking your cervical mucus and just familiarizing yourself with your body and its own patterns and if you have lost your period and you're trying to get it back looking out for cervical mucus is a great way to track your recovery and see if you're doing the right things if you're not really sure whether you're getting any cervical mucus you don't know how to distinguish between the types and you want some kind of professional help getting your period back please get in touch i've got a contact form on my website which i've linked in the show notes of the episode and i can send you over some more information about my period recovery coaching 
and of course if you've got any topics that you want me to cover on the podcast in the future then please let me know either through the contact form on my website or you can message me on Instagram. My username is at fertility and freedom. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this episode and it was helpful. Give it a like, not a like, we're not on Instagram. Give it a follow or subscribe (laughs) on whichever podcast platform you use. And I would really love for you to leave a rating and review if you have enjoyed the podcast episode. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode, which should be next week.